Welcome back, guys, to the JJK Chronicles, a Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen podcast. I am your host, Chaz, and my name is Ronnie, and uh, boredom. Episode 8, boredom. That's how I'm feeling right now, standing next to you, seeing your face. I'm bored what? as hell. Dude. I'm just kidding. That was that a little seems harsh. really harsh, really. But yeah, boredom. What do you think this episode, when you saw the title of this, before you watched the episode, what did you think it would be about? I'm going to be honest. I am not much of a title guy. So you if, don't really care about titles? Like, I, well, like, I, I do like titles or whatever, but I am so used to just, like, watching shows that I know what episode I'm on because it keeps me on, like, the continue watching, and I just click. I think I, like, halfway read it, but I never really think about it. Uh, See, yeah, I can did, name didn't mean anything to me. Of the past two shows we've done, I can name the episode and the mm-hmm. episode number front to back on yep. both of them. And we've done this before. You definitely can't do it, so we don't have. Well, to Well, I can about now. It. I've practiced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Can't do it. Well, I can. So we'll do that. That's a Patreon exclusive that we'll do. So let's get into it. This was a wild episode. <laughs> I am so excited to talk about it. Did you like this one? And I think you farted again. Um, I surprisingly, this was a like, this is the type of episode that I didn't think I would like, but it's it's good. I liked it. <laughs> you know why I liked it. And uh... so we start. <laughs> what is that face for? It's just uh, like God. You just Don't can't give me you that can't face. you can't hop off a bandwagon. The panda is clearly like a a B minus character. Oh my and god, no he is not. Hopping on his back riding it to he's, he's one of the so many cooler no, characters. He's one of the best side characters out of any show I've ever seen. Alright, whatever. Let's get into it. And we'll just, see we'll get into it and just see how big of a deal this panda was this episode. So we start off at Jujitsu High with Nabara. Is that how you say it? Um, Always. No, let me get this. I heard, I finally heard uh, one of the characters say it in a way that I was like, okay, I can actually understand that. I'm writing it down. And what do you know? Having trouble finding it. Of course. Nobara. Nobara. I knew it was Nobara. Nobara. Ah. No. Bur. Ah. Is how they de- no is when I heard it. I listened to it multiple times. Someone might still correct us. They like to do that, but Nobara. Okay. We start off at Jujutsu High with Nobara grabbing a cold beverage from a vending machine and doing what all ladies do, and that is complaining about something that doesn't matter. Especially since go ahead and tell tell us what she complained about. There not being enough cold beverages in there of different sorts. Nope. Yes, it is wrong. Yes, it is. Nope. What is it then? She said vending machines. The number of vending machines was the problem. Oh, I thought it was the number of beverages in the vending machines. I believe it was the number of vending machines. And they still had like four vending machines <laughs> that you could see many different options in the inside of. Now, I don't know how much we've talked about this, about how they translate or uh, the Japanese words into English right next to where the Japanese words are like written. She picks an option that just says cold. Last time I checked, not a flavor or a drink. Yeah, I just, anytime a woman starts complaining, I just don't even listen. It's usually just nonsense. We then go to the best character in the show, my man, Panda, who asks where the first years are. And he's talking to Zen and Senpai. 
in this moment. Zen and Senpai says that they are on errands, and you know the other man just says, "Bonito flakes." Panda asks if they are okay, and Doofus says, "Salmon." Zen and Senpai then says that they can handle, you know, they can handle this errand run. They're, they'll be all right. What errands do you think they're on? Like, we saw what they were doing. They're at the vending machine. I guess they were getting a cold beverage for them. I don't know. That's a good question, though. Also, your awesome panda. Didn't you say his armband said, I heart sushi? Yeah. Does he have multiple armbands? He does. The first one did say, I heart sushi. I was going to ask. Do you promise? I promise. The first one did. I promise so much. This one says, I heart panda. Yeah. First one said, I heart sushi. I keep track of this guy, of everything he does. It definitely did. I'm going to say this. Right now, I'm at 58%. I believe you. 42%. I don't believe you. But it's just the panda. I don't care enough to go back and check. So You should, because this guy rips. Panda says, though, that isn't this the, today the day that Kyoto's principal comes to explain the exchange event? Or to talk about the exchange event? I want to know more about this exchange event. They've mentioned it multiple times now, and it still makes zero uh, oh, sense. Oh, you don't understand it? Well, I'll tell you why I don't understand it. It's because your panda was the one that explained it. He did not explain it. He was it. the one that explained it, so you don't understand it. Well, here, let, we got a little more. Okay, we'll get context from your favorite guy. Uh, the other guy with like the turtleneck. Doofus then says, tuna. There's your guy right there. Panda talks about Gojo fighting with the higher-ups because they sent the first years. He's talking about Yuji, Nobara, and um, Fushi to fight that special grade case. Yeah, it's uh, the talk of the town, and I can understand why. It seemed like very poor teaching. It did, and I think Gojo is pissed off. At first, I think me and you thought that that was Gojo's doing, but turns out it wasn't. Well, there's a lot of different things at play, like... It was supposed to be an easier monster, they, and they set it up. They set mm-hmm. it up for failure. Then we got Zen and Senpai saying that Yuji is dead, and I doubt Kyoto cares about the other two. So, get wrecked. And she's like, Yuji was the target. That old man won't cause a scene here. Because we've already taken care of Yuji. Or not, she's already taken care of him, but... The higher-ups already took care of Yuji. They're not going to be worried about right. anything else. Because this is where it's starting to... Uh... It's cool because they're all playing this secret. It's kind of actually mean. Once again, not surprised that this school's doing this. They're making two of, uh, well, multiple of the fellow classmates of Itadori just let them think that he's dead, and then we'll just bring him back a month and a half later. That should probably be good for everyone's mental health. Because <laughs> you know so what I've always said? Let people just... Go through the mourning process for a month and a half and then just drop them right back into their lives and see how they react to all that. Reminds me of Joseph Joestar showing up to his own funeral. Just epic. You would know what that is because you've not seen the show and I've told you to watch it multiple times. And everyone in the Discord, please tag Ronnie and say, watch JoJo's. She then asked the man, the myth, the legend, Panda, if he thinks Mai is coming. And he says, I don't know, but Toto and... 
Mai loved to harass the students. Classic the Toto and Mai. And then, right as he says that, we see Toto and Mai confronting Fushi and our girl Nobara. Everyone, strap it on. It's getting ready to get fucking wild. Yeah, uh, there's a few moments in this where I can almost not control myself. So Fushi calls her Zenin Senpai, and this is kind of where I'm getting at. This chick's kind of hot. I'm not going to call her beautiful. I'm not going to call her pretty because she doesn't deserve to be called that. She deserves to be called hot. Um, we'll learn more about this girl. My initial impressions were basically she's definitely a freak in the sheets, but we will come to learn she is not sweet in the streets. Therefore, I can contain myself. Well, I can't. All right. I've always been known to have much uh, much more of an aggressive willpower than you. Yeah, I, I, I've been known to like an aggressive willpower uh, bestowed upon me. So, Huh? Hmm? What did you just say? You like a... What, I what like you... aggressive willpowers bestowed upon me. What does that mean? Somebody with an aggressive willpower, they just put it all on Are me. you saying you want me to... Not you. Well, I just said I have a very strong willpower, and then you made it seem like you wanted me to do something to you. You like you wanted me to be bestowed upon you. He's talking about this chick. My answer is no. Well, they are shipping us, so you will never know. You will get zero of my willpower and zero of anything else Nothing. that belongs to me. You won't bestow anything upon me? No. <laughs> So, Fushi calls her Zen and Senpai, like I was saying, and... Let's see how many times you can say Zen and Senpai. Zen and Senpai, 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 You can just call her Zen at this point. You don't have to say Senpai every time. But it's cooler. Yeah, but you don't have to do it every time. You're right. You're right. Did you type out Zen and Senpai every time in the notes? Yeah. Because <laughs> did you really? Yes. All right. Well, this is a classic segment that we've started debuting, where Ronnie walks over to Chad's laptop to verify that this is what his notes say. Okay. Zen and Senpai. You've already said it like eight times, so there's got to go up. Actually, I just called her Lady earlier, but I I've been saying Zen <laughs> and Senpai. Says you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, your notes are always oh. so wild. Yeah. I don't call her this later on because we find out her first name, so I changed well, it up. Well, we, we also learned it um, past episode, but... Well, no, we didn't because it's always been Zen and Senpai. But, you know, so used to you not being immersed into the episode, I'm not surprised, so keep going. So, apparently her and this lady that we find out are sisters slash twins. How about that? Wow. And so you're more into my... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Maki is cool, but my, my, my goodness. Yeah. When you're talking about my, my goodness. Mai is mad that she, because she doesn't want to be the same as Maki. So, okay. So now we got the sisters. We can differentiate between them. We don't have to call them Zen and Senpai every time now, Ronnie. (laughs) All right. Mai and Maki. Mai says they came here with the principal because they were worried about them and then asked them if it was rough when their classmate died with one of the sexiest smirks on her face I've ever seen. She's being naughty right here. Listen, she's attractive, but I'm containing myself. Well, she's being naughty. I I like a girl that's naughty. 
and know she is. That she knows she's bad. Yeah. What are you looking yeah. at me? What are you looking at me I'm for? Just, I'm ready for you to say something. Why? <laughs> looking at me like you think I'm going to be surprised that you said that. I'm not. You're gross. I'm not surprised you said that. I want her to bestow that upon me. Yep. Not surprised you said that either. My says, some things are hard to say out loud, so I'll say it for you. And this just gets me going even more. She then calls Yuji a vessel. And she says, or a half-cursed monster as she seductively touches her lip with her finger. Then calls Yuji a tainted human being and says that was probably rough pretending <sighs> he's a sorcerer, right? Yeah, this that, is... that's what some people might have thought that... Uh, her seductively touching her mouth or her lip was what got you going. It was actually the idea of someone calling you tainted. A tainted human, yeah. <laughs> That's what, once you learn a little bit more about Chaz, that is what actually happened there. That's what did it. Yeah, this is, uh, some of this stuff, it's almost touches a little too close Which, to home. It's gross, but that is what, that's how you operate, so. What's gross? Just you. That's not gross. You and you, well, yeah, it's gross. It's not gross that, to be attractive to that hey. kind of stuff. She then asks a Fushi. Then asks a Fushi. She asks Fushi if he's feeling better now that he's dead. And I put in my notes right here. My goodness, this lady can't get any more attractive. <laughs> and I put forget Nobara. You, you were really going through something, huh? So then we finally get the buff guy speaking. Yeah, this dude, he looks like he's done so many steroids that his muscles have gotten so big that they are pushing up against his vital organs and in the process have left him with some chronic constipation problems. Oh, when dude. we first see his face, it looks like he's constipated. I'm not a fan of constipation. This guy is. So I'll call him Buff Guy Toto. He tells Mai to stop bringing up pointless topics because he's just here to see if these guys are fit to take Okatsu's place. So we don't know what Okatsu looks like, right? No, but we've we're I'm so excited to meet him. We've heard a lot about him already. I know. They're, they're building him up. They are building him up. He better be a cool character. Toto then gets buffier and asks Fushi, what kind of woman is your type? I just don't think this guy can poop regularly. Why do you say that? I just... You think he's just not a just good Just something pooper? about his look. I just don't think he's on a regular schedule. Like I've really... always wondered, people that are this big and people that are like 600 pounds being extremely fat, mm -hmm. how do they sit on a toilet properly in Oh my public? god. He just... Is that what you're meaning or are you just talking about just straight I mean, the up steroids, having... his workouts are like the best part of his day. The, what more most people would consider their workout... For him, that's going to the toilet, being like, oh, shit, I've got to shit. So you're saying he puts a lot of effort into it, having fecal matter come out of his It is literally, hole. it's like a couple-hour process. He's in there for a while. And he's pushing, shoving. Oh, it is rough. But, I mean, we don't have to talk about it too much, but just look at this guy and people I would like for you to tell me that I'm wrong. What's so important on your phone? You're interrupting my summary. Here. I was just making sure no one was saying anything bad about us, and that's how talented I am. Is you got offended there? I was talking, contributing to the podcast while checking my phone because guess what? Multitasking. And no, Very if I, I would have said anything, podcast. you would not have put it back in your pocket, and I would have to done this. Well, whole I was just all I was see, all I was doing is my phone vibrated. And you know I'm a very Excuses. I'm a very integral part to my family. 
Um, you know, I, I've got an elderly grandmother and grandfather that I'm just very lucky to still have. Need to make sure. Uh, last that night, doing well. last night we got Mama. She got a um, an Amazon Echo because she's very old. She's not taking her medicine like she's supposed to. So I said, Hey, we should get her an Echo Dot. Okay. So we can set up the timer to where Alexa just becomes so obnoxious and doesn't shut up until they tell them to shut up. And so she'll take her medicine when she needs to because she forgets. And last night she was texting me because, no shocker here, she couldn't figure it out, even though we set it up for about three hours and tr- taught her okay. how to use it. Um, so I'm just making sure she's okay. She texted awesome. me last night, thought maybe I told her, check in with me on the morning, make sure it works this time. And it wasn't her. I'm glad you it said was, that. Actually, if you really want me to tell you... <laughs> What well, was going before, on on my phone? Well, before you do that, let uh-huh. me. I'm glad mm-hmm. that you live 30 feet away from her and you're always at home and you have to set her up in Amazon Echo because you don't want to go over and just check on her yourself. But keep going. Well, I think you know it's a very um, that's very shallow thinking of you uh, because it's just not. You know, we have to live each. Uh, we have to live our own lives. You know, you want to oh, be there okay. for your grandparents. That's what. But it is. it's not healthy. For my life to be you to go check on going in the minutes, morning, yeah. going right. in the morning, going at night, going in the morning, going at night. When uh, we've got phones, she's very good with her phone. Mamaw's become a great phone oh, Okay, user. so you don't want to call her. You just want the echo to say it. Uh, she doesn't like talking She because she thinks it's so cool to do the voice text. She loves doing that. And they're so bad. They're not accurate at all. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like decipher it like it's a code, but... She's like, oh, this is the coolest shit ever. And you're just like, what does mm-hmm. this even say? Mm-hmm. But uh, really weird that of all people, you're going to be the one to try and uh, criticize how I treat my family. <laughs> and what is that supposed to, to be? F- well, you're just very shitty to your mother. And if we want to talk well, about what I was looking it. at, the entire Discord is uh, crumbling around you as people realize that your uh, your picture's fake. So... The picture is not fake, Ronnie. So if you want me to tell you what's really going on, um, it's really a shame that you paid that guy $500 to Photoshop Photoshop your little bitty head, your little bitty peanut oh, head. that Christina just winked. She your, said, I see, winky. Your little bitty head onto that muscular body that just God. clearly doesn't belong to you. I used to think that Christina and Hanji cosplay was cool, but... She's awesome. Well, she's awesome, but I don't know about anymore i support her she was the one that caught on to your bullshit and everyone else is just tagging along so after he says what kind of woman is your type he says depending on your answer i'll beat you half to death right now and drag okatsu or the third years out to the exchange event and then he rips his shirt off in the most aggressive manner showing his massive pecs i appreciate his passion but that is just a waste of a perfectly good shirt. And then he, I mean, this guy's on D-ball. He's, you called it earlier, he's on steroids, he's taking D-ball. The shirt was purple too. I like a guy who is bold enough to buy a purple shirt. I've, uh, I've been on the market for one, but I can't seem to find the perfect shade for me. That's... Yeah, there's per- the perfect shape. Yeah, those are hard to find for you. He then says, by the way, my type is a tall woman with a big ass. Oh, isn't it... It's... It's pretty about all of us. That's pretty much you, right, Chaz? Pretty much, but I feel like that's pretty much anybody. Do you need to go into... Well, not me. Not What's me. your type? Personally, for me, I like a woman with a nice smile, kind eyes. Uh, she likes to laugh and cuddle. 
I think I've made my point. Do I need to go on? Uh, I've got uh, long walks on the beach. Um, oh, my God. We are into such aggressive hand-holding, me and my perfect uh, woman. Back rubs, calf rubs, bathtubs are all things we both like to participate in. Now I just have to find her. We then go to the OP. Panda. That's what I have right here, Ronnie. Panda. And before I get to this next one, I just want to say you fucking suck. What? We go back to Fushi asking... Dude, what? what? I'll go back to Toto, him talking about a tall woman with a big ass. I completely agree. If you're tall, you gotta have a big ass, like myself, because what's the point of being tall without a big ass? It just seems kind of ironic that someone with one of the flattest asses I've ever seen, and I've looked, wants someone else to have a big ass. Well... If I'm doing the pushing, you better be having the cushion. I don't need any cushion because nobody's pushing in me. The only thing I'm pushing is out. Except for that guy, Frank, in Infinity. So we go back to Fushi asking why he should share his taste in women with a guy he just met. And Fushi, that's what guys yeah, do. Yeah, buddy. that's also some beta stuff. Like, yeah. I see what Fushi's going for here, but it, it's a weird question to ask, but you also have to answer. Yeah, and I think, you know, Fushi... I'm still a Fushi stan. He's kind of just trying to play it cool. He's like, uh, I'm not, I'm not vibing with this guy, so I'm not answering it. Especially at this point, the man has already ripped his shirt off, right? Yeah. So if I'm Fushi, I'm thinking I got to give this guy a little something, because yeah. to be honest, Toto, he seems like the type of guy where it's not like Fushi has to give him the same exact answer. Toto's just looking for something, you know, at least Maybe, something exciting, you know. Yeah. Toe the line of uh, over-sexualizing women just a little bit, just to make them happy, and we won't have to, you know... Over-sexual? What is that supposed to mean? Well, you know, just probably don't want to, you know... You're not allowed to say a tall one with a big ass? There's something wrong with that? I would just say, you know, as you're standing next to your uh, newly found female classmate and another person you haven't met, which honestly, let's be fair, my is a bit of a slut uh, oh yeah <laughs> you, you see that right off the you, bat you, you want to just tread a little carefully but you might have to say something that you don't want to say i've never treaded carefully in my life that's why i don't have a girlfriend right now nobra calls fushi an anti-social guy mm-hmm. and toto tells fushi to hurry up and answer and if he prefers men that's fine too a person's I- fetishes reflect everything about them respect you know i do he, he just wants an answer like you said not a bullshit you know boring bland yeah. answer like you gave you know two minutes ago what well, well mine was very actually detailed and i felt like it really came from the heart so i don't like you saying that if you have boring taste in women you are boring yourself and i hate boring men okay so ronnie the exchange event well, is I... where my soul can be free <laughs> Ooh, a free soul that's another great trait in a woman Someone who's just not afraid to be themselves. Oh my god. Comfortable in their own skin. Then we get the knowledge from Fushi that only third years and under can join exchange event, even though the school uh, is a four-year school. So that's cool. Juniors and below, you get to join. You are so... um, Awesome. you (laughs) You are so desensitized to the anime moments... That somehow you didn't even mention the woman scroll of like women in bikinis and like we logged on to a 
the front page of a hentai website. It is bad. I was very desensitized to that. That was just you normal for me. You didn't say anything about it. I, well, you know, I don't over-sexualize women like we were just talking about. I don't do that. I'm not, with images like that in front of me, I'm not going to say anything about it. You, I Listen. I mean, dude, you have such a problem with this anime stuff that I don't bring it up because I'm like, oh, Ronnie, he's just going to start complaining. Sweet in the street, freak in the sheets. This was hot. You know, I had to remind myself they're just drawings. Ronnie, you're okay. But man, those were... What Am I saying that did I pause and go frame by frame to get a good look of each and every one? No, of course I did not. And... Do you, wait, you, don't you tell yourself that. that you have to tell yourself these are drawings that you'll be okay? Did you see those women? Whoa. The only time I've ever had to say that is whoa, when Hanji shows up on the screen. Or when somebody cosplays her. Nobara and Fushi's, ja- Nobara and Fushi's jackets are swaggy. I just noticed that. that was they my are so... I mean, they're swaggy. It... Take off the jackets. It, uh, yeah, it's too hot for this, but at least this is the most swaggiest stuff I've seen in an anime. Do you kind of agree with that? I mean, Nobara's jacket is cool. It's a cool jacket. It is really cool. I would I would. Don't, well, I will say this. doesn't feel like a summer jacket. I feel like it's summer right now. Uh, well, actually, no, 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 no. We actually know that it... Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking something different. Sorry. Scratch that. It could be summer, yeah. I think it's summer because um, October thirty first is in the future. You would imagine right. that's yeah. For some reason, I got they said October thirty first last episode. That was when Ghetto and them are performing their plan. I had that tied up as the exchange event. We just know that event is in a month and or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's summer, and she's wearing what looks to be like a winter season. Maybe it's spring right now, and you know it's a little chillier in Japan in spring than it is here in Georgia. Yeah, I'm more talking about the style. I'm a man of fashion, so this just does not go well with a spring or summer collection. Wait, would say that you're a man of what? I'm a man of fashion. Huh. Okay. What? You don't think I have good fashion? I just say it one more time. Say what you are. Say what Ronnie is one more time. What are you playing at here? I just want to hear it one more time. I am a man of style. That's not what you said. You don't want to say it again, do you? Because I don't know what you're trying to... I feel like you're trying to set me up for something. I'm not setting you up. I I am a man of fashion. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I was hearing a load of horse shit come out of your (laughs) mouth. So, answer the question, Fushi. Seriously, are we still talking about this? Fushi sees Nobara is unarmed, and he just wants to avoid confrontation at all, at all costs. So he's thinking in his head right now. That's why he hasn't answered. And then he gets a fish. What? <laughs> okay, he gets. A, he then gets a flash of that lady from you know previous episodes saying, "Not forgiving people isn't a as bad thing." The fuck is this? Okay, well executed. Scratch that. Well executed, although that was pretty bad. I will say her quote is confusing. It's kind of confusing. She says in the flashback that not forgiving people isn't necessarily a bad thing, and that can be a part of your kindness. So What? Yeah. Dead girl said what? See why she's dead now. 
<laughs> Fushi finally answers and says, I don't have a particular type. Someone killed her because she made no fucking sense. As long as she has unshakable character, I won't ask for more. Oh, that's another good one, Fushi. So boring. I could not have thought of any boring more response. Oh, I love that. I forgot to mention that one. That's a great one. Personality. Mia blushes right here because everyone's always called her a whore because you can tell that's what she is. Sorry, Maya, not Mia. My? Mama Mia. It's just my. I thought it was Maya. It's just my. You said it ten times already this episode. No, I haven't. (laughs) Yes, you have. I think I've said it wrong every time. It's not Maya. I haven't said Maya every time? No. That was the first time you said You might have said it once or twice and it slipped by me, but you've okay. said my multiple times. I thought I've said my this because whole time. Because do you not remember the joke of my? And then we see my and my goodness. Holy fuck, you're right. Good God, this guy is on so many extracurricular substances. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, did, this is what I was talking about. No mid-level memory. Now we're delving into short-term memory loss. Good. Oh. You might need to. You might need to walk that one off. That was holy. Yeah, stretch it out a little bit. Oh, my fucking tits are sore. Jeez, what? Frank, get a hold of them last night. No, there's no guy named Frank, guys. That's a made-up name. This, he's a different name. He's a different name than that. <laughs> Nabaras. Oh, my fidget spinner still here. My blushes, which is bullshit. Like I was saying earlier, everyone's always called her a whore. That's probably why she's blushing. She's like, wow, that was such a sweet answer. Nabara says. Nobara. Nobara says. We haven't gone over that. <laughs> if you would have said big boobs, I would have killed you. So. Yeah, she, she wouldn't have liked my seven-year-old self. Because elegant ladies don't like to hear that that trash talk. I mean, what is he... Oh, come on, man. This is just such boring answers, dude. He deserves to get his ass. I hope Toto beats his ass. I mean, I am mad that he didn't play ball. Toto then starts crying, which Even would, Ronnie put in that situation. To de-escalate the situation, I would have just been like... Nice oh, feet. Um, a shapely figure. Shapely figure. Oh Do you think he gets away with it if he says a shapely figure? No. You don't think so? Away with it. It's at least talking about their body. It's so boring, though. But it's like the most. You gotta say. You gotta. It's say like this. such an appropriate way to talk about a, a female's body. Uh, I would say like a curvy, fat bosom. Yeah. Something like that. I might be able to like get on board with that. Yeah. Toto then starts crying, which is the exact response I would have given right here too, and says. <laughs> I, knew I don't it. know. Seems a bit excessive. <laughs> I knew it. You're boring. Which, I mean, Ronnie, I know you've been saying the most bullshit answers this entire podcast, but it was boring. I mean, yeah, his was, my answer was extremely well thought out. His was boring. You're right. His was just like a piece of the pie. I put together an entire pie. Yeah, you, you've definitely chowed down on an entire pie he then charges and clotheslines the fuck out of him while Mai gives Nobara a hug from behind yep, no so wrong. she can't do anything and starts whispering in her ear uh Travis um was over at this time he uh he saw he walked out saw the man clothesline him and then said 
did I just walk out, see that guy get clotheslined, and then that instantly transformed uh, into a sexualized uh, woman-on-woman scene? And I said, no. Leave. And then you said, it's just a drawing. <laughs> I said, no, leave. That's not what's going on. It's like, it's so much deeper than that. He said, well, what really happened? I said, actually, it's very much more serious. Toto here just asked Fushi if he likes a woman that's tall with a big ass. And he said, no, he didn't. And I said, no, that's what's really happened in the show I'm watching. And he said, you and Chad are losers. (laughs) (laughs) And then you said, it's just a drawing. Then you went and got me Chick-fil-A. So what a guy. But anyways... My here, oh my goodness, this this scene right here gets me, my blood flowing, gets flowing in all different types of places, and she says, I'll have to comfort Fushi later, so she's talking about, com- she's into Fushi, have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the ladies are. Shipping it. Which one? Fushi and Mai, or Mai and Nobara? Fushi and Nobara, I've got some more evidence of this later. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, Mai does say that, but I'm I'm shipping Nobara and Fushi. I'm hoping they're... Well, I wish you would have made that more clear to begin with because... No, I'm uh, shipping myself and Mai. I'm shipping Mai and Mai. Me and Mai. Nobara then tells her... What are you doing with Maya? <laughs> Nobara then tells her that Maki... Nobara? Which one is it? <laughs> I, list... I don't know for sure, so I'll stop correcting you if you get it wrong. But I did listen, and they definitely were like, Nobara. Nobara. Nobara then tells her Maki is 100 times prettier and that she has open pores all over her face. While, while then Mai points a gun to her gut, and holy shit, that escalated quickly. What the fuck? She has a gun? What, what show am I watching? Yeah, I especially just this scene right here. I, I figured they would just fight it out, you know, little curse techniques. No, she's going to put a gun to her gut. I thought this was just like some fellow banter between rival schools. And then there's a fucking gun that comes out onto the scene. Jesus Christ. Toto, then we go back to Toto, and he says he knew Fushi was boring just by looking at him, which is what a lot of people say about Ronnie. Well. Huh? But. I mean, just keep going. Fushi asks if his brain is as pineapple as his head. He then thinks and says, Toto is the one involved in the unprecedented jiu-jitsu terror attack caused by the curse user, Ghetto. So a little bit more backstory on Ghetto. This was interesting. The one who exercised a special grade and five first grade cursed spirits by himself. So he's talking about Toto and he's, Toto's a pretty badass for doing that. And still, there are several first grades able to defeat a special grade, though. So he's like, well, he did that, but there's a lot of them that could, you know, defeat special grades. He then, he then, he tells Toto he heard he doesn't use curse techniques, but Toto says that that's just a rumor. He used them against the special grade. And then that's when Fushi's like, holy shit, he didn't use it against any of the first grades. Uh, okay, I was kind of wondering initially. I was like, "Why was this a line?" But so he used no, yeah. yeah, he used no cursed energy against the first grades, which is pretty which damn. We impressive. haven't even seen a first grade yet, so I've got no no feeling for what a first grade really is. What was that level? The first grade was uh, maybe a tank could stop him. Yeah. Okay. This dude looks like a tank. 
Yeah. With his shirt off. He's a big lad. Fushi then says, Nue plus Gamma and brings out flying frogs. This is the first time I've seen the flying frogs. I think we've seen the frog before. Multiple frogs. Yeah. Multiple flying frogs. The music fucking heats up. What do you think uh, Fushi's domain is going to be? Is it going to be like a swamp? It's going to be like a jungly swamp Uh, terrain. Yeah. Of saint, like and everything just, that just all kind of different wildlife can mm-hmm. can mess around in. Yeah, right now, like between you know the the demon dogs don't necessarily, but the, you know doggies can go anywhere. They're very uh, multi talented. But we've yeah, got those frogs. Are de- those are dead. Those we are got, dead as well. Fuck. One of them's dead. Uh, Shadow's still hanging around. Rip Snowy, and uh, we've got he had Noe, which was a like a big bird. It, our big owl could definitely be in the jungle. We got the frogs and then he had the snake which is dead. But also another good swamp jungle. Swamp jungle. Can't yeah. wait to see it. And then uh Nobaraz is just a Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a shit yeah, just a Home Depot. And you just got to go you got to walk around and find the worker and ask him where something is and then they still don't know where that thing yeah. is. They you ask that worker where something is, they go and find another worker to see where mm-hmm. that something is and then you might even eventually have to go to another one. And they're like, "To be honest, I just got this orange apron last week. They gave me a Sharpie for some reason to write my own name on the apron. Uh, you know, it's 2021, name tags are plentiful, but for some reason we're still writing on our aprons." And I don't know where the product you're looking for mm-hmm. is. She's like, all I need is 20 boxes of nails. And they're like, listen, ma'am, I don't know what part you didn't understand. I cannot help you. So then we go back to this intense fight where the music is fucking heating up. As Toto speeds through fast as fuck and just wipes out all the frogs and you know hugs Fushi from behind again. Or I guess he didn't hug him earlier, but... They both have this hugging technique. Have you noticed? Mai and Toto, they both hug oh, from behind. Well, I, yeah. Sure, if you want to call it hold, go for it. But I think that something a little bit more sinister is at play here. Yeah, then he picks him up and body slams Yeah, him. he breaks his neck is what he does. <laughs> I don't see how he's still up and moving, but more power to him. And this is all because of his damn taste in women. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Don't you hate when you get decapitated because yeah you, your taste in women is like ronnie's <laughs> just fucking terrible oh. hold on let me check this real quick see who else is shitting on me in the dc no one so quit lying no one said anything i know i was saying who else shit out because people were shitting on me like you mentioned earlier oh okay i just okay he then starts punching and beating the dog shit out of Fushi and grabs his face, gets a little face grab here, and slams him into a bunch of wood pillars <laughs> while blood just starts filling Sushi's entire face, or he, top half of his face. Yeah, throws him through the most well-reinforced building I have ever seen. This thing is like 17,000 different cross beams. There's no Insane. way it needs that much structure behind it. Yeah, and then... We get his little, you know, frog guys. They finally grab a hold of Toto's arms and stops him from attacking further, which is not for very long. But Toto then says he barely feels in, uh, that Fushi has any intention to fight him. And Fushi explains he's been holding back this entire time and asks Toto if he's so proud of beating someone up that's just holding back. Hmm. 
trying to pe- play on his uh, what's the word? I don't know. I have the word, but then I don't have the word. Is your Shocker. mom out there with a weed whacker? I think she is. Oh no! Hopefully, she's wearing goggles. She's not. I can see her. Uh, she'll be all right. Fushi says, I'll show you an open... You live in a penthouse. Why can I see her out on the balcony with a weed whacker? Well, we've got some weeds I like to grow up on the deck a little bit. You guys live such an exhilarating life. Fushi says, I'll show you, and he opens his eyes. Whoa. (laughs) Thank you. When the guy that just spouts random food objects... Oh my god. Opens his turtleneck. Don't even remember this guy's name. And finally says something. Other than a food item, he says, don't move. Told you this guy had everyone fooled. He says, don't move, and it makes Toto not move. Interesting. As Panda flies in with a massive punch. Literally not even that good of a punch. Massive. That just barely, you know. He, Only, doesn't, he doesn't go full out here. Yeah. It's such a massive punch. He got air. And all the punch wasn't even that good. It was massive. It was just the fact that the panda weighs hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Punches him, and oh, he acts like he just saved the day. All Toto does, and keep this in mind, moves back, slides back like three and a half feet. Yeah, because panda's not going to go all out and kill this guy. He's just trying to hold him back a little bit. Come on now. Panda's awesome. Yeah, so cool how he punched that guy. And then you missed the best part because Doofus then says, Bonito Flakes. Panda asks why he can't just wait until the exchange event. And Panda tells him to go on home because Panda is the strongest fucking guy on this earth in this story. I have a theory that this guy is the strongest physical <laughs> capable fighter out of all of them. That's just not true. Toto says, give Okatsu a message for me. And Panda says, I, Panda, I know understand human speech. <laughs> the way he said that. We go back to Maki and Nobara as she's holding the gun to her still after it looks like she beat the fuck out of her. What are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? I had to find and see if we had any questions for later. You have been, you always talk about, oh, when I'm doing the summaries, you don't say anything. You haven't said anything. Well, okay, well, let's do this. How many times have you uh, rounded up questions for the podcast? How many times have you done that, Chad? A bunch. You, you never that, asked me to do you it. You think that just happens? Oh, so you're just going to wait till the middle of my uh, podcast to well, round up Well, you see, questions. the way this, this works is you were getting ready to describe something. I just made that awesome comment about how your panda, not that funny. He like wow, He's the type pre- of guy that says something. Uh, the only reason he's got any sort of like pull between people is because his partners are... Uh, a Zenin who has some serious, Zenin, some, Zenin seri- some serious Maki. She's got some serious family issues, so she's just at the school to try and get away from Mai so she can be her own person. And two, a guy that I don't even know the name of because all he says is Bonito Flakes and Salmon. All right? And Tuna. So you kind of lost me when you laughed fakely, such a fake that laugh. That was not a fake for laugh. For two minutes about whatever even that panda said, how he doesn't speak uh, human. Well, hey, just know this. You're a hypocrite. 
All right, well, I'll let you... Uh, I'm sorry, I won't do that again. I'll let you f- f- round up the questions. Well, I'm in the middle of doing summaries. I can't do that. Oh, well... Maki I'm, I'm stops her from shooting. You know what they call me? Multitasking Ronnie. Flows so well. Yeah. Oh, is that Ronnie multitasker? Is that Ronnie the multitasker? And then the one guy goes... Oh no, that's respectful, Ronnie. And they go, "Oh, is he respectful too?" They said, "Yeah, but he yeah, he's also... very he's very respectful. He was just staring at his phone for thirty minutes it's while like, Chad uh, was going through a whole two two uh two things that he can do: re- be respectful and multitask. And you weren't doing either of those. Oh. Maki is such a loser that Mai didn't notice her because Maki comes in and stops Mai from presumably shooting. Nobara, but I, I mean, don't think she was going to. That girl's crazy. I, I'm not so sure. Whew, she is crazy. Be, you know why I'm not so sure? She had the gun out. Presumably, if anybody sees a gun that's pointed at them, I'm going to assume that it's loaded. Turns out this gun was not loaded, and so now she's taking the time. She was already, if she wasn't going to shoot her, the threat was already there. She didn't know the gun wasn't loaded. She's going out of her way to now load the gun, which makes me think... We might have had some bullets popping off. That would have been hot. Yeah. Nothing gets you going like, oh, murder. Maki says, all you can do is imbue. Is that how you pronounce that? I-M-B-U-E? Yeah, I think so. All you can do is imbue objects with cursed energy, and you've got shit for cursed techniques. Damn. Get wrecked. Mai says, that's better than having no cursed energy at all. And this is the sister-type sibling arguments that I like to hear, where they just start going at each other. You and uh, you and your brother ever done anything like this? You and Travis, do y'all argue a lot? Oh, yeah. Or we, y'all used to? We argue most of the time guns are not in the equation, but... But do you, do you tell him, you're like, your cursed energy sucks, it's for shit, do you, anything like that? Um... No, basically all our fights stem from me making him a little bit mad. He does then he does this thing when he gets mad. I've told you about this before, where he like bites the inside of his cheeks, so you can see it on like the on his face. And then I laugh so hard and I go, "Why do you always do that?" And then that makes him so mad. And then that's when we really get to some fisticuffs. He probably beats your ass too. Nah, he's built like you, which is to say, long and frail doesn't take much athleticism no matter the weight to get around you oh wow the same could be said for uh panda that was that was a low blow that was almost too low keep track of all your takes buddy don't ever talk about him like that you know what i'm built like a fucking panda baby no you're not you're not you're not built anything it's just like funny this if guy. i if i if someone had to put me into the show they'd be like oh who are we gonna cast as this guy there oh that guy goes He's a, the panda for sure, and I'm I'm your favorite character. That's basically what's happened here. They would be like, "Oh, we would cast Ronnie wow. as the panda, but he's five five. We need him to be a little bit taller than that." I'm like, "Thank you, thank you for making me the panda." Don't ever talk about panda like that. So her neck gets sore looking up. This is where Mai says this, where this made me fall in love with her. Oh boy, she be says, "Be a." Hey. I'm just now noticing this. This girl, also in fucking high school. No, she's not. She's a second year. No, she's older than that. Well, she's uh, she's she's Maki's twin sister. 
But she's older. Maki's the second year. Be fucking careful. She says her neck gets. Let me sing you a song real quick. It goes something like this: Be careful. Her neck gets sore looking up at others so often. You gonna go to jail? And I am in love after hearing that. Knock, knock, knock. Who's that at the door? It's the cops that are gonna take you to jail for. I would love being inappropriate with minors in an animated environment. I would love to make her neck sore while she looks up at me. What's that sound? It's Chad going down to the big house. They then say that they are both pathetic. And then it just keeps going. Just keeps getting me going. Nobara then sneaks up nice. behind her and puts her in a chokehold and very anime like right here. I, I really enjoyed it. Did you like it, Ronnie? Oh, so you're going to miss the anime moment where five uh, scantily clad dressed women are scroll by the scene, but now you're going to talk about this one? Like, can't keep up with you. And she wants I that I blew uniform. my load on the hentai experience we had earlier. She wants that uniform. Give me that uniform. I was hoping that Mai would take that uniform off right here. I mean, that part I do like because these jackets, they're just ridiculous. Uh, it's as if there's not a single t-shirt anywhere to be found on the Jiu-Jitsu High Campus. It's the most bullshit school that has ever existed. I like the show. You're bullshit. Hate the school. Oh, you were a big fan of this school? No, but I'm a big fan of Panda. Oh, well. You know, I don't really like Panda, but... it. I do feel bad for him that he has to go to this uh, ridiculous excuse for a for an institution. <laughs> My, you are so ridiculous. My says she'll put holes in her next time, which I think is a lie. She's not gonna do it. She's all talk. Okay. What if do you, you think? say, I think she's horrifying. You think she'd actually shoot her? I don't know, dude. I would. I mean. I wouldn't let my shoot me, but I would let her put holes in me. Nobra then chokes her harder as Toto walks in and says, Let's go, my. Toto is very calm while Nobra. So, okay, keep going. He is very calm while Nobra is worried about Fushi. This is where I ship it because she sees him walking up all calm and still looking, you know, mighty healthily, and she's like, Oh no. The, at this point, um,. Maki has let go of Mai, right? Yeah. They let her have... She still has the gun. I told you, because well, she's not going to do what it. What are we... I don't care if she's going to do something with it or not. We apprehended the victim, and we're just like, oh, here, I know you were pointing this gun at us earlier. You can have it back. Sorry for that misunderstanding. No, you got to confiscate that gun. This is just terrible, terrible work. Because she's not going to do it. Oh, and Ronnie. you know why? It's because of that bullshit of a school. Not teaching them how to properly <laughs> confiscate firearms. Okay. Blame it on the school again. You always did that when you were in school. You just blamed it on the school system. I mean, when do they go to class? What are they doing? To, it's like a Wednesday afternoon and they're just out at the vending machine and like roaming around. They're, they're running like, errands. They're like, oh, the headmaster has one meeting. Therefore, all the teachers are busy and you guys can just have a free day. And they're like, this is the second week of school. And they go... Yeah, it's fine. We don't really plan on teaching you anyway. Are you done complaining about the school system? No. 
There will be more later, but I'm done for right now. Okay. I'm transferring to Kyoto. So Toto pulls out tickets for a personal handshake with Takada-chan in Tokyo. This is... What the fuck is this? Ridiculous. This is something that you would totally... I mean, you were talking about this last episode. You were talking about hiring people to give us handshakes. Um, so... <laughs> they beat us to it. <laughs> It's an entire event. He tells Mai to come with him, and she follows him. Are they a thing? Is this... Am I catching... Uh, You know what? You might be right. I could see where... Although she's not a tall... She's not tall with a big ass, but... She's probably a little offended by that, then. Him saying that's his type of woman, and she's his woman, and she's not even tall with I a big ass. I think it's understood. I don't think uh, he's her type of guy, but they're just, like, wanting to get their... Needs... Yeah, their needs fulfilled. Okay. Then Mai gets all cocky for walking away, absolutely doing nothing, and says, you won't get this lucky at the exchange event. Like, like she just did something. Bitch, it, we just had you in a chokehold, and if we were uh, you know, smart at all, you wouldn't have that gun. But whatever. We then go to Nobara and Maki walking and talking. Nobara asks Maki... If she really doesn't have cursed energy. And Maki says, yeah, I can't even see curses without these special glasses here. And shows us the glasses, which when she takes it off, she looks way prettier. Oh. How about that? What a nice note by you. But also, kind of, well, first, well, hmm. Ronnie's has a dilemma here because you know I like a woman with glasses. Uh, but she's missing the top frames. And the top frame, and that just kind of... It's weird. It's like there's a baseline of no glasses, then you put on glasses, you're a little bit more attractive in my eyes for some reason. Thank you. And then if you take off the top frame, then you're right, you lose more and you're below if you're not wearing glasses. That makes sense. I see what you're saying. I'll draw a chart for you. Okay. Just draw, yeah. Make it easier for me to understand. I will. She's kind of a cheater, though. Do you think it's kind of cheating using these glasses? I think it's definitely cheating. That's a great yeah. point by you. It's the best uh, point you've made all episode in what is the worst episode we've ever done. It's 100% the worst. She can't pour her cursed energy into objects like Nobara at all. Uh, so she is a loser, like your sister said. Her weapons are like the slaughter demon that was given to Itadori Very reasonable. Very reasonable name. Nobara asks why she's a sorcerer. <sighs> Very reasonable name. Nobara asks why she's a sorcerer. <laughs> did, that, did that one get you? It what got me. Because <laughs> you just said the opposite of what it is. <laughs> Nobara asks why she's a sorcerer then, and Maki says it's to spite her family. She can't wait to see her family's face when she becomes a big shot sorcerer. Glad you liked it. I'll be here the rest of the episode. After all, they've looked down on her her whole life. Family troubles. Yeah. That's why her sister's a whore. Nobra says she respects her... Sorry, this is bad note-taking. And by the way, you know how you said it is bad note-taking, so get your shit together while I uh, feel for you here? You know how um, you were saying the glasses are kind of cheating? Mm-hmm. You know who else is cheating then? Hanji? That bitch of an assistant to the manager. Oh, he is. That guy's cheating. You're right. So hard. Dude, you're right. He Guess is. what? Not surprised. 
Not surprised that the worst character in the show would be cheating. He's cheating and he still sucks. Mm-hmm. That's how you know how bad he is. Mm-hmm. God, and yet he's still sucks. employed. And yet he's still employed by this bullshit of a school. <laughs> Navara says that she respects her and then walks up to her real quickly and puts her head on her shoulder. Cute. Which was so cute. Cute. So cute. And we go to the calling card where it says Jujitsu Kaisen. Oh, interesting. So we go to the uh, we go to this office area where we've got an old monk-looking man and a blue-haired lady. Hey, don't care what his name is. I'm calling him eyebrows. All right, we've got eyebrows and a blue-haired lady. You know, they're just sitting inside waiting. And Gojo walks in the door. Gojo says, "Thanks for the other day." As the guy just plays dumb. So he's like, what are you talking about? Gojo. At this time, Gojo. it's also unclear if eyebrows has eyes. Yeah, because it's not like his eyes are, his eyelids are closed, but you can't see mm-hmm. his eyes. They're just gaping black holes. Or it's just very anime. I mean, it's an anime thing. It's like Zeke's foggy lenses, but uh, this is just gaping black holes. And you would know a thing or two about gaping black holes. Gojo says the case... Also know something about making a lady have some foggy lenses. Gojo says the case with Itadori is what I was talking about. And this guy says, don't you know how to be polite? As Gojo says, he's never had any intention of respecting him. Fuck you, old man, is basically what Gojo yeah. just said. God, Gojo is such a cocky little... And then he says, elders, gun. elders love to act important. It's annoying. Like, God, he's just roasting him right now. I love Gojo. And we got blue-haired cunt tells Gojo. Whoa! Huh? Holy shit! Dude! She's like 14! Oh, fuck, my bad. You're right, she is. And my she goodness. Hasn't even, she's not even done anything. It's not even like a Gabby. Don't, she hasn't Holy done shit, anything you're right. to... Sorry, I'm sorry, you're right. Don't call her a cunt. It's just dirty and yeah. not necessary. Blue-haired bitch tells Gojo oh she'll report God. him to authorities for the way he's acting. Okay, Ugh. sorry. Blue-haired snitch after what she just said. I mean, it's more appropriate. But then she starts blushing in her own head, and is just amazed that she's here in the same room as Gojo, mm-hmm. which I am too. Yeah, but also just like, come on, girls. You gotta be... <laughs> I was going somewhere. I, I don't have anything. <laughs> Come on, girls. That's all I got got out. It was going to be some sort of thing about, you know, you got to respect yourself enough to not be so uh, fangirling over these guys who who aren't going to give you the respect you deserve. But instead, all I said was, come on, girls. (laughs) I'll give you some respect, ladies. Satoru then explains that last night. How can you even say that after what you've just done? I've not done anything yet. These are drawings, Ronnie. <laughs> Satoru then explains that last night he was attacked by two unregistered special grades. And the old man just says, that's unfortunate. He says they were capable of communication and probably have allies that are just as strong. The level of our students has risen, though, drastically in the past few years. And he mentions Toto, Akatsu, and Hakari. He says also last year's incident with Ghetto and now the appearance of Sukuna's vessel. 
The wave of power you guys have been trying to hold back with your pointless status and traditions has grown bigger than you can handle and is now descending upon us. Mm-hmm. So he's just talking mad smack. This is also kind of what we were talking about last episode where Gojo's starting to realize like these things are evolving. They're becoming way more serious. Like Special grades are more special, you could, you could say, than ever. Hence why we made the name Super Special. Super Special. Double S-G. They're very super special now. And then eventually we'll just have whoa, to keep that. Whoa, whoa. Was that a VSSG? A very super special grade? Very super special grade. Whoa. That is when we when Sukuna consumes some more fingers. He's going to be a VSSG. VSSG, yep. God, that rolls off the tongue. Too, we are on it? something. He said, you won't be able to measure the current age with special grade. If you think I'm the only one, you'll be fighting back. Who will be fighting back? You're going to get hurt, old man. Ho Even though he's already said that he could kill all the higher-ups if he wanted to right. by himself. Yeah. Old man finally opens his eye that was never closed <laughs> and says, I think you're getting a bit out of line. You know what's out of line? Those damn eyebrows, son. Trim them up a little bit, my boy. Yeah, those things are gnarly. Gojo says, scary. And he then says, that's all I wanted to say. Goodbye. And old monk man then makes blue-haired lady go grab him some tea. She then runs out the door. She walks out the door very politely. And as soon as she gets outside the door, she starts sprinting because she wants a picture with Gojo. You missed also one of the biggest baller moves Gojo did. What do you do? I didn't see it. It was when he, he's out the door, and then he comes back, and then he's like, oh, yeah, and uh, the manager, what's the man? I don't remember. He'll be he'll be here in two hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, hence, that's why the tea needed to be got. Oh. Did you just skip right on past that note? You, you just not have that note? Kaja? God. Yeah, I can't remember the manager's name. Hold on, I have we, it we right here. We haven't seen him enough. I have it right here. Let me look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right here. He's Yaga. The, Principal Yaga. Principal Yaga, okay. Yeah, he's going to be there in two hours. Jeez. Jeez. Is that soon? Well, not for old eyebrows here. He might not be alive in two hours. <laughs> this guy's knocking on a door called death. Or, wait, this guy's knocking on a door that leads to death. Yeah. Get it? Knocking on death's door, like that oh, popular like saying it. that's uh, pretty popular. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, thank you for that. You're welcome. It's, some people call me respectful, multitasker, and a magician of words. Magician Ronnie. We go to the handshake event, which we've all been waiting for. Where God. Toto is shaking the lady's hand, and I don't like this girl. And it's just so goddamn extra. She's annoying. She's, 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 uh, isn't she annoying? She's fake. Okay, thank you. You're with me on that? Yeah. She's fake. That's all I've got there. We then go one month later. We go to a movie theater um, with the credits rolling, and it pans over to the movie theater seats where we have three monster-looking dead people mm. sitting in the third row, and they turn out to be three high school boys, mm. disfigured corpses... Mm. That were discovered after the movie ended. This is not the kind of lasting impact I want a film to have on me. Right. This was uh, 
In this case, you know, we've been pretty lucky so far. This is tragic. This is tragic. They weren't torn to shreds. Not this torn to is shred, the not most unlucky. This is pretty unlucky. So we then have like words come up on the screen that says cause of death, increased increased cranial pressure and respiratory paralysis due to cranial deformity. Um one, don't know really what you said, but two, if I was guessing what you said, I'm gonna guess owie. Owie. And I had here insane in the membrane. <laughs> Good addition. We then go to an alleyway with a cat as we have your boy, none other than your boy say his Mahito, name. Mahito, Mahito. He's walking all swaggy. Oh yeah, he is. And then we have a random kid run up to him asking him if he did that in the movie theater. Love a person hanging out in an alley. And this guy's like, wow, you can actually uh, see me? So this guy's a confirmed curse. And gives a little grin. Gives a little he grin, does. a little smile. We then have a random guy in Itadori show Here's up. Here's my hot take about Mahito. He's not a straight up curse. Was Whoa. a human, but is so entrenched in this curse culture that he's been able to disguise himself with cursed energy. How about that? I like that. So you're saying he's on that. He's heading towards the path of Sukuna. Yep. Yep. Boom. Right there. That's okay. That's what it is. Sukuna was one of those, you know, mm-hmm. very rare special cases. Now these curses are kind of following that path. Mahito is. Mm-hmm. This guy seems legit. So much cooler than Panda. Yeah, he's not cooler than Panda. Get this kid a couple of neck tattoos, by the way. I mean, this kid is so pop punk, all he needs is a couple neck tattoos. Mm-hmm. He will be going some places. Then, like I said, we had a random guy and Itadori show up in front of the theater, and they're talking about going in to see what happened. As they start to walk inside, we get... what? And at this point, before uh, we get to that, I'll, I'm, this seems to be another adult figure. All I can hope is he's more responsible than the other adults at this uh, juju school. Lost in paradise. Sorry, I kind of stepped on you, but I did. You just kind of surpassed that new character, and I wanted to. I well, he was in it for two seconds. He's not important. Yeah, but I'm that's, sure he that's, has no major. It's role. our job as professional podcasters to make some assumptions, make a couple theories. Whereas you just wanted to get to Lost in Paradise, which I'm not mad about because, as you were saying, it is what a song. So good. I I've been listening to it on my drives to and from work. Do you? Uh, I won't get into that now. Do you have the Juju Scroll? The after credits? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you do? Just the after credits? You got it? Yeah. You haven't had them before, so I'm impressed. We've got blue-haired chick. I kind of had this whole rant about I'm, you. I'm not. I wasn't expecting you to have them, so I had a rant. But good for you. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it when you give me compliments. It's well, I always tell you I keep it real. When you deserve a compliment, you get a compliment. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Now let's get into this juju stroll. Did you like my pic? Did you like the picture of me with my thing from five years ago? You know that that is one of my favorite pictures ever. I often, t- I mean, how many times you posted that on your personal Instagram years ago? And I still, I would say I bring it up every four months to laugh at it, and we look at it and we giggle. We giggle, because it's funny, but because of how hard I worked to get there, right? 
yeah, it is very funny because of how much you paid for someone to do that deep fake. How much video. I paid for the Iron Gym and doing all the pull-ups, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. And how they, uh, their name was Frank, and they've been with you ever since, and they still took your money even after all you've done for them. And I've been floating on them ever since. So let's get into this juju stroll. I like how it's called a juju stroll, don't you? It's not like yeah. a post-credits juju stroll. Juju. Blue-haired chick gets a pick with Gojo. We go to her. She's ah, getting one. She got it. And that would be me, too. The way she reacts and gets all blushy, giggly, excited. I would be the same. If I was getting a picture with him, I would be so excited. Yeah, me, too. She walks back into the old man's room and gets back into her standing position. And he goes, where's my tea? And she completely forgot about it. She was so enthralled with Gojo's presence. Well, I'm thrilled that you actually did your job and did get this juju stroll. This was going to be such a perfect opportunity to mess with you. I was going to do this whole thing where she came back and I was going to act as if uh, it was like, obviously you didn't see anything, but it was implied that this guy was like jacking off. And then uh, Wait, he, he, was? Hit it, he hit it right before. This is what I was going to try and do okay. if you hadn't seen it to see how much I could get you to like buy into it Okay, and see if I could, you know, do my you, Ronnie ways and be like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like aggressive, but it was just like, if you were into the innuendos, that's what was implied. But you almost got me to buy it even <laughs> when I did see it. And then it was going to be great. Because then I was going to tell you the exact truth of what happened in the second in credit scene. Because that one's pretty far-fetched too. And you were just going to be so confused and not which one, not know which one was believable. So we go to Mai looking at people in the area of where Toto was just giving the handshake. Like they are absolute garbage. And one guy says... One guy says, don't get turned on. And I, I just wrote here in all caps, too late. <laughs> Dude, this is so me and you. Anytime we're, it is. When we're around a bunch of dudes and then we spot a girl, like the number of times I get worried because I know you're Chad and look over and say, Dude, don't get turned on. And then just because I spot a girl? And then you say, too late. <laughs> too late. Toto says, sorry to keep you waiting. He gives her a ticket for the next handshake. And says that... I like how he had two. (laughs) I know, then he says he's going to be a future husband. I was like, well, dude, you got to chill out if you're going to be a future husband. I say I'm going to be a future husband every day. and Haven't even came close to it. Do you think we'll ever get married? I don't know. If we're not married in the next four years, let's just marry each other. I have so much love to give. She accepts it and shakes the girl's hand. So she goes up to the girl. She's like, I'm going to shake her hand. The girl then seductively whispers into her ear. You also missed the part where, since it's a girl at this event, the security was very creepy. Do you notice that? Scanned her butt for entirely too long. I thought it was because she had the gun in her butt. <laughs> Not in her butt, but in her pocket butt. Um, No, because I think it even showed like she had put the gun through like the... The detective, oh, and then she straight up sense. grabbed the gun. Like, yeah. for some reason, for some reason, security sucks so bad here that they're more worried about scanning her butt than enforcing a no gun policy. She grabs the gun, and then the girl whispers to come back <sighs> when she's feeling better. Pretty hot. 
and I think Mai was turned on because as she was walking away talking to Toto again, she, you could tell she was. Mm-hmm. Splooge. Why is this show so hot, dude? I don't know. I'm. End of episode. End of episode. We better stop talking about that. All right. So that was another episode down. Episode eight. We're moving right along. Almost one third of the way through season one of Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. Join yep. the Discord. Anything YouTubes. you would like to say, Chad? Give us a thumbs up on YouTube's. Uh, we did have a food question of the week brought to you by Marco Stan. One second, I'm going to cough. <coughs> Thank you for holding. Uh, do you... Hey, we're almost done. <laughs> do you break off the Kit Kats or do you just eat them all? Oh, man, this is what I have to say to that. I don't eat Kit Kats. Whoa! This is a dumb question. Okay, don't know where he's going with this. What's not to like? The last time I've eaten Kit Kats has been years ago, and if I do it, I do break it off. You're right. What's up with, like, I mean, I I can understand, like, the Kit Kat not being a go-to candy, but the idea that you haven't ran into a Kit Kat in the past seven years is just ridiculous. I I wouldn't say seven. I'd say more like eight. No one eats Kit Kats, dude. It's just not true. You know, I... Even though uh, this is not Kit-Kat. okay, when even, is the last time? Even when the, is the last time, Ronnie? Uh, no, let me. Yeah, I am asking the question. I, I want you to ask me. When is the last time you have publicly seen someone eating a damn Kit Kat in the state of Georgia? There. Uh, well, I think you're just really undervaluing the Kit Kat. They're in value packs, like uh, variety packs, I should say. So sometimes you get them in there. Like while the Kit Kat is not a go-to candy of mine, I still run into one every now and then. I'm like, oh, here's a Kit Kat. How did this? You, how did this you avoided, fall my You lap? avoided my question. When is the last time you've seen someone else publicly eating a Kit Kat? Uh, probably uh, October. Like, you know, it's a, uh, it's got to be a top fifteen Halloween candy. I'm not talking about when you were walking around your neighborhood trick or treating. Oh, with well, little kids. Did you clarify that, or did you say when's the last time I saw someone with a Kit Kat? Whatever, dude. I still don't believe you. Um, I believe Travis's girlfriend. Good for him. He's got a girlfriend. I want to know how to find this. Uh, she got him a value. A, I keep saying value pack. A variety pack of candy bars and Kit Kats were in it. So actually, to be honest, it was a month ago that I saw Kit Kat. Well, I haven't seen anybody eat a Kit Kat in years. But you break them off. I'm gonna break them off. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll break off a Kit Kat. I'm not a. I do respect someone who's wild enough to just go for it, though. I respect all people. Ronnie Respectful, that's me. And that was the end of this episode. What's your name? Chad. We done?